Chagigat of Chofei Amad Aleph Shir number two, we're 13 lines from the bottom, by the two dots, quoting the Mishnah, which said, that the Amaaretz is believed for the purity of his produce, if it's, even if it's truma, provided it's at the time of the press. If it's olives, then it's at the olive press. If it's grapes, if it's, it's at the grape press. But they will have a, a, a neamonis, a believability, at that specific time. For Raminihi, the Gemara asked a question from Abrais. It says, Hagoyim of somebody who's finished gathering their, their olives, which implies that this is at the time of the press, because that's why he's gathering them. Yishar kupa achas He should leave over one box and then and give it to the Oni Koin, to a poor Koin. The inference is, is that if the, the, this is all because um, it's only once they've been fully gathered, then they're susceptible to Tumah. But before they're gathered, they're not susceptible to Tumah. So that's why he'll give it to the Kohen at that stage. The inference is, is that if he would wait until after he's finished gathering and processing his olives, he would no longer have a believability. He has to give the Kohen the olives straight from the field in the box. But it, let's say he turns it into oil, it sounds like that wouldn't be good enough and he wouldn't be able to give it to the coin because the coin wouldn't be able to trust that it's pure. But why not? Our Mishnah told us that at, at the time of the olive press, the Amaris is believed with the purity of his, of his truma. So how come over here he has to do a whole job to get it done, given to the coin before he processes it? So Omar Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, Loikash, it's not difficult. There's an easy answer. One is with the early crop, one is with the late crop. Our Mishnah, which was saying that he does have a believability throughout that pressing um, time, is because it's dealing with the early crop. But the late crop, which is what this case was dealing with, this case was dealing with a late crop, therefore it's already, the time for the press has already passed. So therefore the only way that he's going to be able to maintain the purity of these olives that he could give to a coin is if he does it in the box straight from the field. But if he waits and he does it after he's already gathered them all in and brought them home, so then that would be a problem and he would no longer have the, have the believability because the time has passed. Amalei Rav Adobar Ava, he says, Kegoin Mai, give me an example of this late crop. And he says, like the ones in your father's, uh, your father's uh, field. Uh, so he said back to him that his father obviously was, uh, had late crop, and that would be a good example of the late crop, making it that a, an Amaaretz would not have uh, believability over the purity of that crop if it was t- uh, truma. Rav Yosef Omar, Rav Yosef has a different answer. He says, He says, that was taught in the Galil. Meaning that the, the, the Mishnah that we've just been saying now, that the Amaaretz does not have a Ne'amonis, does not have a believability, that's because he's up north in the Galil. Um, whereas our Mishnah is talking about a, a, an Amaaretz in Yehuda, and therefore he'll, be, he'll have the Ne'amonis. So Eseve Abai. Abai asks Akasha, and he says, he brings a Bryce, which says, Over, Ever Hayardin, the Galil, Harihinka Yehuda. He says, the Brysa says, that the Transjordan and the Galil, they are both like, treated like Yehuda, that that they are believed of the purity of their wine at the time of the wine press, and they're believed of the purity of their olives at the time of the olive press. But not on the, the purity of their oil at the time of the wine, or their wine at the time of the oil. Nevertheless, we see from this Brysa that Galil, the Amaaretz in Galil, is believed with the purity of his truma. So therefore, that second answer that we had from Rav Yosef, 
that the one case was talking about in Yehud and the other one was casing, uh, the, uh, the case where he wasn't believed was talking about in the Galil, that's not a good enough answer because really he does have a Ne'amanus in the, in the Galil at the time of the press. Rather, we have to go back to the original answer that we had up above, and the answer being that the, the Amaaretz, no matter where he is, does have a Ne'amanus for the purity of his truma at the time of the press, but it has to be the early crop. If it's the late crop, the time has already passed and he loses his Ne'amanus. So, in the third last line, the first long line, Avru Hagitois, the Mishnah told us that once the time of the press, the Agitus Vabadim, the while the wine and the olive press has passed, the Hivioloyin, and they bring him a they bring this person a barrel of wine, you shouldn't accept it from the Amaaretz because again he's lost his believability. But he can leave it in his cellar, and then in the next year's press, he can go to him and, and buy that uh, or get that barrel from him even though he knows it's the same barrel which was processed after the wine press, but, uh, but he's allowed to wait for the next wine press and get it. So, they asked the question of Rav Sheshis. What happens if, what happens if he transgresses this enactment? He transgresses the stringency. And even though the Amaretz should not have been believed, the guy goes ahead and takes the barrel of wine from him. Can he himself leave it over to the next press? So if he would have just left it by the Amaretz, then he could go back a year later and the next press and get it from him. Can he buy it? He's not allowed to, but let's say he transgressed and he bought it and he put it in his own cellar. Can he then wait for the, 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 the number of months necessary to wait for the next press and, uh, and, and consume it? So Omar Lohu, so he says back to the people asking him the question, Tani we've been taught. We've been taught the answer for this um, from a, uh, from a, in a Mishnah. What does the Mishnah say? It says, You've got one uh, educated, very scrupulous person, and his brother is an Amaaretz, an uneducated person. And both of these brothers have a father who died. His father, their father was an Amaaretz, and he bequeathed to them stuff, produce. The Chavir is able, is allowed to say to the Amaaretz brother, you take the wheat in that area and I'll take the wheat in this area, knowing that the wheat that he's taking is going to be pure. Or he could say, you take the wine in that area and I'll take the wine in a different area. But he's not, so meaning you could take the one crop and split it in half. You take that half, I'll take this half. But he's not allowed to say to his Amaaretz brother, You take the liquid stuff that, my fa- that our father left, left over for us, and I'll take the dry stuff. Because again, liquid is obviously always more susceptible to tumor than dry. Once, if something's dry, it's imperv- it, it, uh, it needs a liquid conductor in order for it to be, uh, to be susceptible to tumor. So therefore, the Chavir obviously wants to take the dry stuff. Or if he says, You take the wheat and I'll take the barley. He's not allowed to do that. He's allowed to split one crop, but he's not allowed to take two separate items and, and uh, give one item to the brother and keep one item for himself. That's the law there by the inheritance. Vatani Allah, it was taught about that Mishnah. That Chaver, that educated, scrupulous person, Soyref Halach, he has to burn, get rid of the liquid 
the liquid uh, produce that he's inherited from his father, and he can leave over the dry stuff, the dry stuff he can use. Says the Gemara, am I, why? Why does he have to get rid of the liquid? Let's say the liquid was a barrel of wine. Leave it over for the next wine press, and he should be able to use it. So what do we see from, what do we see from here? The proof is, is that the, if a person transgresses and takes the barrel from the Amaretz at the wrong time, he cannot leave it over by himself to the next wine press and then consume it. Just like this brother, he cannot keep the wine over until the wine press and then drink it. He has to destroy it. From the fact that the Mishnah never, or the, the fact that the explanation of the Mishnah never gave us this option of him just leaving it over till the next wine press, must be that you're not allowed to consume it. So, so too in our case that they asked up above, it would not be allowed to be consumed, even if he leaves it over till the next wine press. It has to be purchased or received from the Amaaretz himself at the next wine press. The Gemara says, no, that's not necessarily a proof. It could be It could be that it was dealing with a liquid which doesn't have any pressing season, right? So there's no gas to wait for. There's no next press to wait for. Rashi gives an example of date beer. Says the Gemara, but But then why don't we just leave it over until the festival and then we can use it again because there's a, a believability. So the Gemara says, He says it's obviously dealing with something which will not last Will not, uh, not, uh, will not last until the regal. It's something that will perhaps go off before the regal comes. So at the end of the day, we had the question. We know from the Mishnah that a person is not allowed to buy or receive wine from an Amaaretz. It says a, a coin receiving it from an Amaaretz, Truma, um, uh, unless it's at the time of the gas. We ask, what happens if he does receive it um, at the wrong time? Is he allowed to leave it over? And we thought that we could have an answer from this case of inheritance, from the fact that the only thing that the Chavar could do with the liquid uh, inheritance was destroy it, get rid of it. Uh, it seems to be that there's not the, the, that if a person receives uh, truma from an Amaaretz at the wrong time, he also the, he can't keep it until the next, uh, the next press. And the Gemara answered and I said, no, maybe not. Maybe you can't bring a proof from that case, because it could be that case was dealing with, uh, with uh, date beer where there's no press. And it won't last until the regal, so that's why he has to destroy it. But it could very well be that if he'd inherited wine from his Amaaretz father, maybe he could leave it over till the next wine press. The question is not properly answered in the Gemara. And it happens to be a machlekes rishonim, whether or not this Kohen is allowed to keep it himself until the next press or not.